Yeah, I mean, I would be scared out of my wits if I had to stand on that stage and just be influenced by so many ghosts. Like, I, I, would, I would shut down. I would go the easiest path. Uh, I just want to get off that dang stage. Exactly. And all the people drinking in, in the audience, I'm sure it smelled terrible in there. We're talking about the, uh, the Golden Globes. Welcome to another week of Ghosts in the Scene uh, with your host, Gio, and my co-host, Rob. How's it going, Rob? Gio, I think... We should be calling them by the real names is the golden ghosts yes uh, because at this point this is obviously just a ghost orgy uh you know it's no hiding it i think this is all clear you heard it yourselves folks i mean you know uh satan was thanked on stage so stop fooling yourself if you haven't already i mean hopefully you're not if you're listening to this podcast uh, this is your first time listening to this podcast. Strap in because this is nothing. This is child's play. This is just showing you what's already right in front of your face, which is Satan was at the ceremony himself. So, yeah, l l let me quickly. Uh, I'm going to play the clip because people are not going to believe us. So um, here is the clip of Christian Bale thanking Satan um, during his Golden Ghost speech. Here we go. Thank you to uh, Satan for giving me inspiration on how to play this role. Satan. Wow. He said it. Christian. Think about, think about the implications of a guy, a man named Christian Bale. Christ Bale, right? Saying. You know, if you, in, a, uh, in a list... You know, it's usually would be his last name, then first name. It's, it's like he's bail Christian, like he's bailing on being Christian. Exactly. And here's okay. This is where I'm going to get political because we are a, a a ghost political, paranormal political podcast as well. The Underground Railroad has been reversed. The reverse Underground Railroad exists, and we have a very it, it's slight, but it, it is an indication that. The devil is in the White House. Think about what Christian Bale just said. He said, thank you, Satan, for helping me play the role of Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney was the vice president of the United States of America. So he absolutely took his turn on the reverse Underground Railroad to the White House. And so what Christian Bale just said, that he is a method actor. He acted as the vice president for months, uh, learned everything about him, learned all of his tricks. And he found that the most kind of uh, influential thing to the vice president was Satan. And Satan had to be in the White House for him to be influenced by him. So Christian Bale just called out the reverse Underground Railroad. And we seem to be the only podcast, the only people talking about it. You know, it's like, it's easy because things are going so fast nowadays that 
it's your mind just gets cleaned. You know, it's just every day. It's like a new slate. And I think it's, you know, we're been being bombarded by so many ghosts that it's hard to remember one from another and it all starts to blur together. So I think it shows that it's important to stay vigilant, important to keep your eyes open um, and to filter through all the, all the noise, you know, and we're here to help you through that journey. It's not easy. You're here to help us through that journey. So thanks again for, for choosing to listen to us, Audio Sage, Ghost Free. Um, you know, but we're also, we're exploring that as well. This is going to be a big year, folks. It's 2019. That's right. We, uh, I, I wanted to amend that because well, we have been getting some, some hate mail from some ghosts. Um, I, I didn't want to talk about this before because this is the kind of hate mail that we get. We don't really like to respond. There's a lot of people calling us fakers and phonies and it's just negativity that we're not going to deal with. But I think I want to amend the ghost free to ghost friendly. And I'm not saying ghost friendly like we're friends with all ghosts, but only friendly ghosts are allowed on this podcast. So we're a ghost friendly podcast or maybe a friendly ghost podcast. Perhaps. I mean, I think this also leads to, I think, our most important event of the year that's coming up, uh, which are the Caspers. Uh, you know, it's our annual award show celebrating ghost-free or ghost-friendly, in this case, ghost-friendly, mm -hmm. the best in ghost-friendly films of the previous year. And I think we knew, we knew before we knew, Gio, when we called it the Caspers, that this is all about friendly ghosts. Exactly. So in that honor, in that spirit, if you were, uh, we're going to forge forward uh, on that path. And I hope, we hope that you guys stick around for it as well, because it's going to be a really big event. Last year was our first, I think for our second, now especially, that we really have kind of a, our format together. This is going to be a big one. We're going to have a ball. Uh, uh, and all the investors that oh, have, yeah. have been pouring in. I mean, we have upwards of $100,000 to spend on this production. Last year, we only had a measly $20,000 that I had to borrow from my grandma that I have yet to pay her back. But, you know, hopefully with this 100000 if we could keep it under budget, she can get her money back. I mean, I'm, I'm renting. I'm going to out. You know, there's no expenses. Uh, so, you know, maybe keep those extra checkbooks handy. Um, if you out there want, want to help pitch in. Uh, you know, just send your, just telegram some of that, those funds this way. Uh, big what? thanks to our, our long-time contributor, Bill Yates. Thanks, Bill, our angel investor. Yes, thank you so much, Bill Yates. Um, all of your filtering of the MP3s, all the ghosts, um, is, is just amazing for, for the world. People have been listening to uh, ghost-free music for the past 20 years without even realizing it. And the fact that he's giving us the hundred thousand dollars just as this nice little uh, nest egg, just because he believes in us, it, it's 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 incredible. So thanks again, Bill Yates. And let's get to the Caspers. Um, we wanted to talk a little bit about um, what they were kind of based off of the Oscars. The Oscars are kind of a very archaic um, style of present presenting awards to people, right? You have a giant a golden statue who's possessed by the ghost of a man named Oscar. And he kind of decides who gets what award. And so it's kind of almost like um, a religion, a structured religion around a single person named Oscar. And 
that's kind of what we wanted to get away from, right? So we went the Casper route, the friendly ghost, the the nice ghost, who's not we're choosing the Caspers. It's the people who get to choose, not the ghosts. And what's even crazier is the Oscars have doubled down this year. They they saw what we did, right? Obviously, last year was was their ninetieth year of, of of hosting, and so it was a very charged year. And what what seems to be is that they saw the Caspers, and they said, "Okay, we cannot compete with a perfect award show with friendly ghosts and no ghosts." So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take away the human element, and we're just gonna have ghosts. I accidentally gave you guys some fake news last week and said that Kevin Hart had uh, agreed to be the host. And that was all with the caveat that um, he and Ellen were going to work it out with, with the ghost Hollywood elite. And I'm just sad to say that Ellen just couldn't pull through. Oh, I mean, but if you go into the industry, there seems like there's been lots of miscommunications. Apparently Ellen was speaking about uh, conversations she had with the Academy that now the Academy is denying that they had. Uh, it is all lots of speculation going on right now. And it's hard to really know who's really influencing who at this point. So I think this is also like kind of an inflection point here because here we were, we were trusting the power of Ellen because she is obviously one of the most powerful conjurers. But the fact that she had this miscommunication with the Academy as well, really shows you that there's really they're really splintering from their human their standard human uh players here and going fully with the ghosts oscar is on like some crazy power trip where for the longest time i i believe that he was surviving off of the adoration and the love of all of the celebrities all of the people around the world that watched the the award show and now, here's my theory. I, I personally believe that uh, maybe the past four years of the Oscars have been contentious. You know, if we recall the Oscars so white, the, the moonlight incident, I mean, all of these different kind of uh, things, Billy Crystal not uh, hosting anymore, all of these events lead up to the fact that people, the general population, no longer likes oscar and so now oscar is feeding off of the hate and the ire of the world and what i fear is that it has made him become kind of self-sustainable that you can power yourself off of hate and fear and make yourself more powerful and now he no longer needs nice friendly celebrities he just needs the hate from everybody and so this Kevin Hart thing, what if this was all an elaborate plan from Oscar to choose somebody who was flawed, right? A, a flawed candidate, knowing that they would get kicked out of the running so that there would be no host, you know? And because that's what that's exactly what happened. All I know about the Academy Awards is that it all comes down to Oscar. That's all I could really truly say about it, that it is his decision at the end of the day. You know, people may vote 
and give influence. People show up to the awards. They try to conjure their own spells to plead to Oscar, please give me this award. They dress up in all sorts of garb um, and they say things, uh, they give speeches. And, but ultimately at the, end of the, at the end of the day, comes down to Oscar and his wishes. That's right. And you also have to kind of think about, this is uh, going back to the Golden Ghosts, um, the kind of, uh, kind of rituals that you do for Oscar also matters. We have the sad case of Bradley Cooper, right? Um, he was wearing all white. This was supposed to be his big night, him and Lady Gaga, right? They were supposed to win Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Director, Best Movie, blah, blah, blah. They got nothing, right? Um, and, and it's not for, for lack of trying. You just have to see what they tried, okay? So first, Bradley Cooper plays a ghost. He, he dies at the end of... A star is born. Straights up, he just kills himself. So, for a ghost, that's a little too far. We, we've talked about this before. The fact that ghosts don't really like death in movies. Because it's almost like making fun of, of a ghost. You know? They don't like war movies. They don't like horror movies. Frankly, they're scared of horror movies. And also, it, it's not representative of what ghosts actually are. Exactly. I mean, it's just ghost appropriation, and it's just the most disgusting form of that. Absolutely. It's truly, it's sickening. And so, you know, Bradley Cooper, and, and you mentioned this earlier, he wore all white. And as a ghost, we know that that's their favorite color. So that is obviously pandering. So he went overboard by killing himself in the movie. Right? Ghosts don't like that. And then he has the audacity to come in an all-white suit. What do you think? He was, like, fucking Prince? Like, who do you think he is? Bradley Cooper, you don't know ghosts that way, bro. You don't know ghosts that well. You can't just go up and, and dress like them, pretend to be like them. You're not a ghost. And it's like... It is truly cultural appropriation at its highest form. It is imitation is, you know, the highest form of flattery. But it's cheesy flattery. And the ghost can, they see right through it with his big white teeth. What'd you think that we didn't notice your teeth were white like ghosts? I mean, come on, Bradley. Step up your game because the Oscars are coming. And if you're going to act like a fool, you're going to get iced out of the Oscars too. I did appreciate uh, Lady Gaga receiving the award for the song Best Incantation. I think she did spellbind everyone. It was a mm. lovely incantation. Um, and it really drove home to the fact that Bradley was asked, iced out too, because he was the only one that didn't get to go up on the stage. And everyone paid, like, you know, were pointing at him and talking about him, mm -hmm. but yet he wasn't there. So I think that was definitely another move from Oscar to really just stick it to Bradley. They're not happy with him. So um, Bradley, it might be too late for the Oscars. You might, this might be the end of the road for you. Ouch. That, that's hard to hear for Bradley Cooper. But luckily, he's probably hungover because he's a method actor. He likes getting hungover. Mm -hmm. So don't worry about him. He, he'll be in the hangover five. It'll be all, all okay at the end of 2019. He's fine. What I wanted to talk about a little bit is um, real quick just about the the song the incantation shallow 
that's about water, right? Shallow, it, it's about being in, in the deep end, going in the, you know, you're far from the shallow, you're in the deep water. She's talking about the ocean, right? Which brings up a ton of ghosts. So don't think that Lady Gaga got up there for being a good witch like Stevie Nicks or anything. She is basically in the song describing like a Pirates of the Caribbean kind of movie. She's, she's describing the plot of Pirates of the Caribbean in her song. That's why she won. Okay, you didn't see Johnny Depp do, uh, do a standing O for her when she won, right? He, they didn't even pan the camera to, to him because you would see that his his shoulders were shrugged. He looked angry because he knew that the song was really about him and his movies. So, I mean, controversy follows Lady Gaga everywhere, everywhere she goes. She wears a meat dress. People freak out. If you guys ha haven't been following the fact that she is still kind of associated with R. Kelly, at least uh, up until maybe a few months ago, pe you know, people are really confused by that. Um, they don't understand why she's still uh, cool with him. She did so many music videos with him. It's a lot of really weird things that Lady Gaga just loves controversy. And the fact that she wrote a song about Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean and she won a Golden Ghost I mean, that's a slap right in his face. Because remember, he just got kicked out of Pirates of the Caribbean. He's no longer in it anymore. So uh, I, that was just a quick little... Uh, I, I wanted to mention that because we're probably not going to talk about um, that song much more. That was so 2018, you know? But we're in 2019 now. It's true. Uh, you know, that's it with these award shows. Like, I, I don't want to dwell too much on them either. It, they happen every year. It's the same song and dance. Uh, but we're in a really charged year right now, too. As we probably mentioned before, this is a, a 666 year. You know, math heads, you're already, you're already there. But we got a 2019, 2019. So that's 213. Flip the 9, that's a 6666. Uh, that sounds scary. You know, mm -hmm. it's scary living in a 666 year. Uh, that's a lot of energy that you're dealing with. But... I think fortunately for us, this is 2019, it's a nine year, so that's an inverted six. So I think that energy can be channeled into more productive ways than if it was say like uh, 2016, which was just a straight 666. And we all know how that went. We know who became president in 2016. We know what happened. Um, and this brings us to our latest segment. Um, this is called the year of sixes. Welcome, welcome to a new segment, um, tentatively called the year in sixes, also the 666 years. And it is going to be an exploration of every six year. We have 2016, but I think that's a little bit too close for us to really judge. Right, it's too close for us because we we literally just lived it. So we want to go back to all and of this. There's a lot years. of spells, right? And I I just want to throw in like you know right now there are spells being cast and there's spells whose influences that are now just coming through. So it's harder to judge things that have just happened because a lot of things are things that not actually happened but are preparations for things to come. Exactly. Uh, so we need to, to look at that. But the further we move back, we can see 
exactly what was happening and exactly where it has come to. Um, we can see the arc of a spell. They cast it, and it takes time to actually, uh, you know, go through, just like a, a credit card payment. And so they cast the spell in 2006, and then maybe 2009, maybe 2013, maybe 2016, it actually happens. But by that point, people are so, you know, I mean, we're like fish. We're like goldfish. We have such a short attention span that we forget what happened to Miley Cyrus in 2006. We forget that you know, the guy from Good Charlotte and Hilary Duff were dating in 2006. Think about the power couple between the guy from Good Charlotte and Hillary Duff dating. I mean, the power that they had together in 2006 was unmatched by anybody. And so we just have to go back and we're going to take you back to these years and show you exactly what happened unfiltered through the ghost perspective. Because people don't give you the ghost perspective. People kind of... They, they give you, like, a paranormal, like, oh, well, this person died and, you know, whatever, whatever. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about spells, incantations, rituals, ab abuse of power, and, of course, movies, films that came out in 2006. So so let's kind of uh, talk a little bit about 2006. I personally remember almost every single movie that came out that year because uh, it so happened to be a year that I worked at a movie theater. Uh, I have a little bit of PTSD. I, I don't want to talk about much of my experiences um, working in, in the hallways of, of a haunted movie theater. What I can say is that this is where I got a lot of the training, the ghost training that I didn't know that I was receiving at the time. But literally being around all of the popping popcorn, now when I hear popcorn popping, I, I freak out. I, I tense up. It's like it's almost like going on a battlefield and you hear the sounds of bullets. It's, it's terrifying. I mean, Gio, I'm just glad that you were able to get through that moment too because each kernel popped is another ghost escaping from those kernels. Like, I mean, have you looked at a popcorn seed and then look at popcorn? That is like a spirit escaping from that kernel to make a big fluffy white object. I don't mm. know how that happens other than it's ghosts. Uh, it's, uh, that's, that's just fact. I can, I can tell you, I didn't want to talk about this, Rob, but I'll tell you this. If you listen closely to the pop, I want you guys to do this um, as an experiment. Pop popcorn at your house, record it on your phone, and then I want you to slow down and really make it loud. And you'll hear, and I've heard this, okay, screaming. You hear the popcorn screaming as it pops, okay? And so this, you're right. It is ghosts. It is the death of a of a colonel and the birth of a ghost. And truly, that's all I can say. I, I don't want to I don't want to say another word. But let's talk about these movies because some of these movies are sequels. Some of them are the fourth. Um, some of them are the sixth. So let's talk a little bit about that. I I want to start off the list with Rocky Balboa. Uh, which is Rocky Six. 
interesting that they didn't call it Rocky Six, though. Right? They called it Rocky Balboa. They were trying to disguise it, obviously. Because you had Rocky Five right before that. Right, and they they weren't afraid to call it Rocky Five. They but they called this Rocky Balboa. So in this one, you have Rocky and he basically sees a video game where he beats up this young guy, and then the young guy gets all pissed and he's like, There's no way that could happen. And then Rocky Balboa is like, um, well, I'm gonna try anyway. And so he goes and basically tries to fight this dude who's like 30 years younger than him and just gets his ass fucking rocked. Rocky gets his shit kicked out of him. His wife uh, dies in this movie. I think she dies like right before um, the filming of this movie. So it's almost like he's dealing with her death as part of his like, what do you call it? Um, Training. He's like doing it for her kind of, you know? I mean, she, her presence as a ghost is over the whole film. Like, the fact that she is not there, in a sense, makes it so her ghost is everywhere. Interesting. And haunting him the th- whole film, yeah. Absolutely. I, she is in, that ghost, Andrea's ghost is in every frame of that film. And there we have it. So, so we have a ghost haunting the Rocky Balboa movie set. and. Think about this, that since Rocky Balboa, there's been two other movies, Creed 1 and Creed 2, right? And she's been a ghost in those movies as well. He's been in both of those movies, and she, she's been haunting him. So you have, like, like we were saying before, the start of a ritual, the start of a spell in 2006, right? Adrian dies. And is now haunting Rocky. as It's canon. It's part of the movie series. And then 20, what, 14? Uh, Creed comes out. And then, or 2016, maybe something like that. And basically... 2015. 2015. Now you have Adrian in three movies as a, as a ghost. And we didn't even realize... Because obviously the, the movies they, they came out years apart, but now we now we see that there is absolutely a ghost in the the newest Creed movies. I mean, not just there's think about all the ghosts that are in this series though. It's not just Adrian, you know. It's uh, it's a Adonis, it's it's Creed's, you know, Adonis uh, his you know his father Apollo Creed. Apollo, yes. Apollo, uh, Mickey, the trainer. Mm-hmm. Polly, his, his brother, yeah, everyone. And so we really have the setting up of a ghost universe in the Rocky Balboa uh, saga without them actually ever telling us. that We, we had to come back to, to 2006. I mean, we, re- we really could have gone to Rocky Three, where, where Mickey dies, but I think it's really the ghost of Adrian that really brings everything together because she was, you know, Rocky's rock, you know, his foundation. And so I think the the amount of ghost power that comes with Adrian uh, is is just way more powerful than an old boxing guy, you know? So that's just one movie on the list. Let's let's quickly go down 
um, the list and see what kind of movies there were. We have a 007 movie, the Casino Royale, which is part of a saga. We haven't really talked about 007, have we, Rob? He's been under our radar, but I mean, he's obviously, it's one of the most storied film franchises. Uh, lots of ghosts there as well. Uh, the Ghost of Past James Bonds. Uh, I mean, that's definitely, it's fertile ground. I mean, yeah, we have Sean Connery as, as, as a Bond. We have Roger Moore. And then in this one, we have Daniel Craig. And if you think about it, you know, these guys, they don't go in for one movie. They do multiples, right? They have a run of movies. Sometimes they'll do three. Sometimes they'll do four. Sometimes they'll do six, right? And, and it's all really up to uh, the, the actor themselves how much they can handle. Because the 007 role is, is a very, very intense role. It's almost likened to the Mission Impossible kind of stuff. Which, interesting enough, Mission Impossible 3... Oh my God! Two thousand six. In two thousand. So, all right, methods. I mean, I think even that's that's. This is some rudimentary stuff. I think you're with us. We don't even have to say it. Yeah. Um. So, this is a movie. Also, it came out May fifth, two thousand six, which means that that's midnight. So the next day is May sixth, two thousand six. Six six six. Very interesting. It got a six point nine. On IMDb. Very interesting. So that's one of the movies. We also have um, two movies starring Will Ferrell. One of them, Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. And the other one is Stranger Than Fiction. Which is, uh, Stranger Than Fiction, that's kind of what a ghost is. And if you remember the movie, it's basically about a guy who's like in a novel and he hears a narrator, and it almost kind of sounds like he's hearing a ghost. And he finds out she's a real person, but, I mean, it, it could have easily been a ghost. Have you, um, do you know much about Will Ferrell, Rob? Well, he's been in the biz for some time now. Um, you know, he, Will Ferrell's just been kind of a guy into himself. I don't think that he's necessarily been in with ghosts, but he's definitely benefited from lots of ghosts, I'd say, to reach this point of his career. Um, I mean, this was really the, the height, you know, in 2006. Uh, this is when he was, I think, fulfilling a lot of spells that he's placed earlier, and this is this is his reward. Tally Dagan Knights, it's his first prize. He's crossing that finish line fast. Yes. Uh, and people love him. He, he was huge. This was truly like his year, right? Um, I wanted to quickly mention the fact that in his movie, Talladega Nights, uh, it's if you're not first, you're last. The Think about the contrast between first and last, right? It, it's almost like the contrast between good and evil. I mean, then, this is getting into binary, right? And then quantum state of being. This is all connected to higher math powers. So uh, it, I really do appreciate it when films are able to demonstrate these concepts. And True. it's a high-brow stuff, you know, like Talladega Nights. True. It, it is interesting that they put so much, uh, you know, equational math into a, a movie about racing. But it, it does make a lot of sense when you know that they're going 
260 miles an hour sometimes. Um, this was a movie where he wasn't alone. He, like in Stranger Than Fiction, he was pretty much alone the whole time. I think Dustin Hoffman might have been in it, but he didn't play a big role. In The Ballad of Ricky Bobby, Talladega Nights, he was with John C. Riley, which John C., John is, is, is almost like uh, like an apostle, right, of, of Will Ferrell. Them together were comedy gold. And here we have a power couple that initially planted their seed in 2006 and were able to garner so much fame. They did so many rituals together and convinced millions of people, maybe billions of people, that they were the two funniest men on the planet Earth. And then we have 13 years later. And, and what, what has happened? Their star has fallen, has descended. And they recently came out with a movie in 2018. And it just bombed. It, it just took a huge dump. Uh, the Sherlock and Watson, Holmes and Watson. It is one of the most critically panned movies of 2018. People walked out. They hated it. They say it's cheap, it's stupid, it's goofy. And honestly, I'm a little bit confused. Why would these two ghosts, they know how to, how to work the system. They know the rituals. What did they do wrong? Gio, I mean, it's simple. It's bad math is all that it comes down to. They released that film and you said, like you were saying, now it's 13 years ago. Uh, from 2006 since Talladega Nights, if they just waited until, you know, now it was 2019, you know, they released it this last winter on the holidays, uh, 12 years ago, the numbers just don't add up. So wow. it's really, you know, I think they were resting on their laurels. And I'm using that phrase particular because John C. Riley was trying to make another power couple comedy at the same time. With his Ollie Laurel and Hart Ollie uh, film, of course, which so, he was he was nominated for a, a Golden Ghost. Of course, he didn't even get uh, on the stage. But truly, I think you made a great point. The numbers are wrong, and he was already doing like another power couple thing. He's basically cheating on Will Ferrell, and you don't cheat on Will Ferrell and get away with it. And I think maybe and this this might be. Uh, kind of sad to say, but maybe Will Ferrell kind of threw his performance because he was jealous that John C. Riley was working on another movie set with somebody else. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of speculation to what it could be, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's just none of it added up. And, right. you know, the, it wasn't the product, the same kind of product as they were putting out uh, thir now 13 years ago, uh, which was a formidable, formidable uh you know, duo to be, they were, I think they, they cast the spell to convincing everyone that they were the funniest people on earth. I mean, this is kind of the thing about power couples is it really takes two to tango. It's not just one person that gets the, the control it. You have to have two people rowing the boat, right? And so let's look at a power couple that started in 2006. What I wanted to talk about was Miley Cyrus and her 
wedding. You guys, have you heard about this? She had a secret wedding with Liam Hemsworth in 2019. So we have here in 2006 is the first time that Liam Hemsworth and Miley Cyrus are seen together out in public. That's also 13 years ago that they that they've met each other. Now they're married, which is a 13-year relationship. But what I thought was very interesting was the fact that they broke up in 2013, which is seven years after 2006. So think about it, okay? You have a power couple. Obviously, they're up to no good. They're trying to get more power by unifying their family names. And then we have the year 2013, the seventh year of their relationship and divine intervention strikes and splits them apart right like lightning through a tree and we think that's great right they're apart the power couple is officially over whatever kind of world domination they were planning is no longer on the table right and yet they get back together and they consummate their full marriage on the 13th year. So what does that say? That says that hell is real, that Satan is real, and that even the devil can outsmart God when God isn't looking. And that's that's truly, that, that really scared me. It's right there, it's all in the numbers. So that's 2006 in a nutshell for you guys. Uh, here's here's just the last little tidbit. Uh, number one box office, domestic and worldwide. No one's close to even touching this, uh, you know, box office. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. There you what? have it. In 2006, you got Johnny at the top of the pile, just steering that ship straight off the cliff mm-hmm. of the edge of the world. Not quite to the end of the world, but... At world's end. At I World's think. End, which is coming up after this, but is right now just hanging out with a bunch of dead men. Wow. There you have it, guys. If you didn't, like, I, I didn't want to mention, because I did see that on the list, but I, I just thought it was too charged of a movie to talk about. But really, that's all you really need to know. 2006 was a year that people think that we forgot. And I'm here to say, we did not forget, and we remember everything, and we will not forget, and we are going to keep up with every single story from 2006, because there's so much that happened. Steve Irwin died. I mean, you have a, a Russian spy who got poisoned. I mean, so think about that. People from Russia, the whole Russia story, all of that saga started in 2006 right i mean there's there's ways right connecting to 2006 i mean this goes back farther uh, 1996 is also a supercharged year um and has a lot of connections uh going back to the the baldwins as well that's a big year for them so we're going to be looking out for that there's other events world events that happened in 1996 we may be getting into i mean there's just so much um, you know, we, we might have to wait until uh, 20, I don't know, what would be our next uh, one that's going to come up? Probably 2023? 
yeah. until we get another charge gear like this. So you know, we we might have to wait until that time to to dig up even more information. I think you're right about 2023 because that two and two is four, right? Four times three is twelve divided by two is six. Six times you know six twice that's six six. But then even that 23 two times two times three that's six, mm -hmm. right? Or two divided by three that's point six six six. That's an infinite six six six. Wow. So, so there's a lot of ways to to get there. So that's why that's what's so tricky about those years as well. You have a lot of different routes to get to two or sixes. And that's where we're gonna have to leave the year two thousand and six. There's so much we could do, um, but we're gonna we're gonna reserve um, the rest of our research for another day. I I truly believe that there is um, just like oceans of information that we could gather and it still wouldn't be enough because all of the rituals, all of the sacrifices, everything that happened behind the scenes um, has come to light in different ways. They've mutated, they've changed their faces, they've changed the name, and they expect us to not know what, you know, that it's the same thing, it's the same spell. Guess what? We know. We know their secrets. We're going to find out every single thing under the sun. Because we simply, we just have the time and, and the resources. With Bill Yates behind us, we have the money. So uh, be on the lookout. And of course, um, get ready for the Caspers because they are coming. Um, make sure you wear your Sunday best, your Monday best. I think it's going to be on Monday the 25th, February 25th. So get ready for that. And um, yeah, make, stay in the scene, guys. Keep extreme. Uh, you know, we're going to be getting into more stuff. It's not just going to be about the awards shows coming up. Uh, there are some recent developments coming from the most haunted place on the planet, the White House. Uh, it's just painted for ghosts. Uh, I think ghosts made it white, actually. I'm going to go on record saying that. It's not paint. It's the ghosts that make it white. Ooh. Uh, yeah. So stay tuned for that. Um, you know, too much to get through to talk about any of it today. It's going to be crazy next week so just we're going to just dive into that into that then uh so but you know keep on getting out there keep on doing your thing uh don't let that stop you don't be spooked mm -hmm. and of course um take care we love you be safe and listen to ghost and scene listen to our other uh, episodes and watch us on youtube give us five stars do whatever you got to do and we will see you guys next week Take care.